0: Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. I've been sitting in my closet for like two hours, (laughs) afraid of recording this podcast because I am so afraid that... People will be upset about it. And I think I'm just willing to take that risk because one of my coaches says my job is to like essentially deflect as many people as possible by like calling in my people. The only like scary thing is that I feel like I'm a lot not like other people. And so it's like going to be very easy to offend some people, but I'm okay with that. I'm just going to move forward and I'm going to assume that we are on the same page and that this is just like a safe place to say how I feel. So this is me chatting with my best friend. And if we're going to chat, we're going to have a little bit of gossip. It's not real gossip. It's just like a little bit of gossip. (laughs) I don't know this person, and so it doesn't feel like gossip, but maybe it is. Um, is. I've been watching um, the Teal Swan documentary on Hulu, and I'm kind of fascinated with, like, the spiritual world, the coach world, the teacher world. Um, but after watching it, I was like, oh, I realize I am not a spiritual teacher, and I'm not a spiritual healer. And I kind of want to distance myself as much as possible from that community. And here's why. Number one, because there is a God and it's not you and it's not me. (laughs) And I think it's dangerous to believe that we are God. It's okay if you don't share my religious beliefs. Um, but this is just what I believe. I believe that God exists and I also believe that God is all-knowing and all-powerful and that healing only comes from God. I don't think humans can heal other humans. I think all light and everything that is good comes from God. So if you're going to be a spiritual healer, I feel like you have to um, just decide... Like, who's doing the healing? <laughs> and if it's not you, then who is it? Like, where does the healing come from? Um, one thing I wanted to point out is that if you believe that you are God, that kind of puts like a lot of pressure on you to have all the answers. And a lot of times in coaching, like I will ask my clients, if you knew the answer, what would it be? And I'll essentially tell them like, you probably have the answer. And what I'm really saying by that is not that like your hunch is right or correct, but that it's okay just to trust yourself because it's nearly impossible to know what the right thing is in every single situation. And I think that you're going to figure it out if you trust that you're always being guided and that you already know enough. And I think those two things will help you answer questions that you were previously deflecting to other people to tell you who you are and what you should do and how you should feel. So really my job as a coach is to help you stop trusting me so much and help you trust yourself and God and just move you out of anxiety and out of fear and into this place of like, oh, it's really safe. For me to make mistakes. It's safe for me to be a human. It's safe for me to not know what to do. It's safe for me to move forward even when I don't know what to do. So I think it's just so important to kind of call out the spiritual community. Because I think it's, I think there's a lot of really dangerous things in it. And I, I am probably going to offend some people when I say this. And just know that I love you. But this is me speaking what you would call my truth. This is what's true for me. Um, What I do in coaching is so fun because we don't, I, I never say anything like your past is messed up or like you're doing something wrong or I know better than you. What I really do is what I always say like on a consultation is we're trying to put your brain in the middle of us. And what we're looking for are words and phrases that form your beliefs about yourself. And because your brain is always like narrating your life and creating lots of feelings and lots of experiences for you, there are words attached to that. And I am the thought boss. And so naturally, (laughs) I like to be in charge of what I'm thinking. And I like to teach other people how to do that. Okay, I'm recording this like the next day. Um, This might turn a little bit, but I had to record those first five minutes and I'm leaving them. I think they're amazing. Um, And then, you know, I was like, I was trying to finish the podcast yesterday and it just like didn't feel right. I didn't feel like I knew exactly what to say. It wasn't really coming together. And today I was doing my morning routine, which by the way, If you, actually, I think I have a podcast on it. It's probably one of the earlier podcasts Um, or on Instagram. My stories this morning on June 16th were about my morning routine, and I kind of went through what I do. It's kind of just a quick, like, I read my scriptures. I sometimes will pull, like, an affirmation card because I love affirmations. Um, I will write in my journal and do some self-coaching All of this is set to music. Uh, One of the most important parts I feel like is my gratitude prayer. I do a gratitude prayer um, every day because I feel like it's the best way to create the feelings that you want to be feeling in the future. Like like you can create things that you want by being grateful for them before they've ever happened. And so you get to feel good like before you've ever gotten that thing (laughs) and you get to get the thing. And I have seen like miracles happen, like literally like miracles. We'll talk about it another day. But um, it's probably in one of my podcasts and on Instagram. It's in one of my highlights, like gratitude or something. Anyway, the new title of this podcast is how to be a Christian in the spiritual world. If you're not a Christian, I am totally fine with that. I am, I have zero things against you. It is just my personal belief system. Um, If you're curious about what I believe, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, often referred to as Mormons, but we're really trying to get away from that because it really doesn't describe what we believe because at the very heart of everything we believe, Jesus Christ is the King and God and just the center of everything. And so if you call us a Mormon, it's it's just because we have a book of scripture called the Book of Mormon. And inside of it is an account of when Jesus Christ visited other people besides those in Jerusalem after his resurrection. Um if you're curious about that or you would like a copy of it, you can get a free copy online at I think Mormon.org or maybe it's like hmm come to Christ. Dot org now or just look up Book of Mormon. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure one of the ads will be like, "Hey, want a free Book of Mormon? Because obviously we're trying to give them out um, because people need to hear about like something else that Jesus Christ did. Isn't that so cool? Um, anyway, I have nothing against you if you have different beliefs than me and I hope that you won't hold it against me if I have different beliefs than you. But I feel like the spiritual community has turned into its own religion with its own doctrines and its own practices and I think if you're a Christian occasionally it can be really hard to figure out um, is this true is this right is this something I should be doing like I've never heard of this thing before you know when it when it comes to healing when it comes to energy when it comes to affirmations even or um, things that can seem ritualistic now I feel like it's not really a problem for me. But if you're stuck figuring out like, how do I balance what I believe like spiritually and what everybody's saying about like your spirit and your thoughts and your soul and all this stuff with like my beliefs about God. So if you're in that situation, I wanna tell you there is tons of hope for you. I'm just gonna share what I believe and I think it's gonna be really helpful for you. So what I believe is that God uses science to do things. And I think if you think just about prayer itself, like I'm kneeling next to my bed and if God is real, but he's not in my room, how is he hearing me pray? How does he know what I'm saying? Like the only answer can be that my prayer is somehow traveling up to him wherever he might be. I happen to believe it's in a very, very far away place, but I think God has a body because Jesus Christ has a body, right? He was resurrected and Jesus Christ is also God. So like, why wouldn't his father, God have a body? And so he has to be somewhere. He has to physically exist somewhere. Um, I don't think it's on this earth because then we would be able to see him. And not that he doesn't visit this earth, but anyway, we're kind of getting, getting a little off. If you can pray, and God can hear you, that means that your thoughts have power. That means your thoughts are an actual energy that's moving and can move instantly. It doesn't, it's not like your thoughts are getting on a train and they have to travel all the way to heaven and it takes like 18 years to get there. Like no, in the very instant that you're praying it, your energy is vibrating at this level of your prayer. Now, this is why we can't hide things from God. It's because Even if we say something out loud, but we're thinking something else on the inside, if we're saying like, I love you, God, but we're really thinking like, I don't know who you are, and I'm a little bit afraid of you, what he's going to hear is, you wish that you loved me, because I can hear you saying that, but also you're afraid of me. Like we can't hide anything from him. And we can't hide anything from ourselves. And the energy that we send out goes into the world and creates something. I believe that... God uses energy to create things. I also believe that the power that he gave us to make choices is an actual real power and it's our greatest power. And I don't think it's so much choices in action or choices in words, but more choices in thoughts because our thoughts are more powerful than anything our thoughts are what create our reality they are actual literal energy just like everything around you and just to explain that really quick it's it's just science it's this isn't woo woo this is science so everything that is around you is made up of like smaller and smaller pieces right and we just kind of like combine small pieces to make something bigger So what are those small pieces made of? Well, if we go down to the very, very smallest piece of something and put it under like the very strongest microscope, the thing that we find is like, you remember in physics or biology or whatever, there's a little center, it almost looks like a solar system where there's like a sun in the middle and then there's like rings around the outside and they have like little atoms going around them. Well, when you look at that unit of a thing, it is made up of, like, 70 percent energy, or more, or something like that. I can't remember how much, but it's mostly just energy, like not matter, like not like, a, like a, not like a dust particle or anything. It's like mostly energy and then a little bit of matter. And so everything around you is made up of mostly energy. And energy is always reacting and responding to the energy around it. And the most powerful kind of energy comes from you. Think about your power to affect the chemistry of your body. Think about when you're nervous or you're anxious and your stomach starts to hurt. Your stomach, like you're not imagining that your stomach hurts, right? It's like actually painful. Like I can even feel it right now. Like it feels a little bit tight because I'm thinking about something that makes me nervous. And when I think about that, the chemicals in my brain, the actual chemicals, which are also made up of energy and like a teeny tiny bit of matter probably, those chemicals get sent into, the, into my gut, and like instantly travels to my gut. And that energy makes me feel yucky, it makes me feel bad. It actually does something. But the way that it was created was by you choosing a thought that made you feel anxious. Now, quick, quick side note, (laughs) thoughts that pop into your head, those are kind of like automatic thoughts. So I like to say, don't blame yourself or judge yourself for the thought that popped into your head, but know that the next thought is the one that you get to choose. So essentially you get to respond to your brain saying, hey, look at this, doesn't it seem dangerous? Doesn't it seem scary? And instead of being like, oh my gosh, it's dangerous and it's scary, like your response can just be, it's okay that you feel that way. I don't think that that's true. This is what I think instead. That's actually what I teach people to do is be very aware of what their brain is trying to tell them, like what their automatic thoughts are and then how to respond to them so that you don't feel helpless, so that you don't have to continue to feel anxious. So you don't have to continue to push away everything that makes you uncomfortable but you can sit with it and know that you're powerful and that you can feel anxious and you can feel confident at the same time. So God works with energy and the power that he has given us, he, by the way, I believe God is both male and female. Shoot me if you would like to, but I think God is married to a woman. I love you. Keep listening or hang up right now. I love you anyway. doesn't matter. I think both he and she are working perfectly in sync together. And they want us to use our thoughts to create a good life and to serve people and to love people and to become like the highest version of ourselves. Now, of course, Teal Swan is on my mind because I watched the documentary and whatever is true or not, it doesn't matter because what I do know is that she considers herself as like a spiritual healer. And the issue that I take with that is that I'm a human and I can't heal anybody else. It's not actually in my power. Even though I have lots of power and I have like access to like the ability to move energy with my mind, like change the way I feel, change like the energy in the room, like I am very powerful. I don't have energy to heal somebody. I think you can facilitate healing, like for sure the things that I teach people help them feel like they can heal and like they want to heal and help them not re-injure themselves with their thoughts. But the most powerful healer, the only person who can actually permanently change anything from darkness to light is Jesus Christ. That's his role. He's called the savior for a reason. He's called the redeemer for a reason it's okay that he's the only one. It doesn't mean that we can't still do spiritual work here. Everybody still needs to take care of their mental health. Like just because God could come down and like make us like skinny and fix our like pulled hamstring, like just because he could do that, like doesn't mean that we shouldn't still go to physical therapists and have them do that, right? Or have them help us do that. Because the miracle of our bodies is that God is always blessing them to heal. Like He designed them to heal themselves. And our souls, our spirits, like I feel like time kind of does, quote, heal all wounds. It, it makes it like a little bit less powerful. But you have to choose not to re injure yourself. And there's some feelings that feel really hard to get rid of. And there's like sin that we can't just pretend like it never happened, but God can pretend like it never happened. He can say, I have already received payment for your sins. And that was through Jesus Christ, like, because he died for you, because he offered that sacrifice for you. You don't have to pay, but somebody still had to pay for it. Somebody still had to put in like the suffering and the work to like expunge that thing that you did. That was not correct. Right. Okay. This is not a gospel (laughs) like Bible, scriptural podcast, but I feel like it's important that you know where I stand with this because I feel like the world is kind of going down this dangerous path where we're like, we don't really need God anymore. We just need ourselves. And like everything you need is inside of you and just believe in yourself. And I think those are really helpful things because like, yes, we for sure need to believe in ourselves because if we're not, and we're like unsure all the time and that just feels awful but above all believe in jesus christ believe in god because god is trustworthy like we can trust god to help us and to always be guiding us so if we get a little too puffed up maybe it's like good for us to humble ourselves and be like all right i am not the source of all truth like I'm going to trust God. But if we get really down on ourselves, like we don't need to tell ourselves more that we're like terrible creatures and we have no worth because we're humans and we're always sinning. Like we don't really need that when we're already feeling awful about ourselves. So we need to have this balance. I feel like of, I trust God. He's the only source of like all that is good, all that is light. And I also trust myself because yeah, my body might be like a little bit corrupt because I'm a human. Like my body is like, yeah, it's healing, but it's also dying. It's like decaying slowly, which is gross. <laughs> and like, I live in a fallen world where like God is not present and it's sometimes hard to like, like it's easy to be deceived because we're not in his presence right now. Um, but also inside of me is like an eternal soul that I feel like has lived forever already and already chose God. That really is part of my belief is that like you're good. And I hate that like sometimes as Christians we get into this mindset of like everything about me is bad. Like I can't even trust myself. I can only trust God. And I understand what they're trying to say. I really do. But not trusting yourself, it hurts your confidence. <laughs> And it makes you question every single thing that you think. And have you ever had a good idea? Yeah, for sure. Are you always, always, always going to be like told in your ear what to do every second? No, you're not. Like we're learning how to make good choices on our own. We have to trust that we're being guided, but we can't just discount like our ability to choose what is right and choose what is good. Like, what if you could believe that God is good and you're good? What if you could believe that you need saving and you're also pretty awesome? Like, what if those can exist at the same time? Anyway, I don't know if this is really helping anyone. I just have to set the record straight. And if this totally killed my business, I would be okay with that because my belief is so strong that like, this is my work and like, if people are going to leave, they're going to leave, right? And I talk about God to, like, most of my clients. Well, I guess I bring him up sometimes. But also, like, I'm not in the spiritual business. I'm in, like, the mental health business. I work with your human brain. And I do get into, like, what if you trusted your soul because your soul like is connected to who you are and i'm kind of like all right like if we're not listening to your human brain like what are we listening to what if we listened to like the part of you that does know the answer to this question or what if we like trusted that you do have good ideas so i feel like they're connected but that doesn't mean that i am a spiritual healer or leader teacher. And I just feel like that's so important for you to know. I'm okay with not being that. I don't want to be everything to everyone. I want you to like go and talk to God when you have problems because I can't fix them. Like, my job, my actual literal job, is just to be like, hey, I'm going to show you like the script that your brain has written for your life. And its job is to to essentially tell you that everything's bad and everything's dangerous because it thinks that that is keeping you alive you don't want to listen to that part of you for most things like when you're starting a business or you're growing a business and your brain's like this is super dangerous everybody's going to look at you and they're going to think things about you and you're not going to survive like that's not coming from god that's not coming from truth So let's just examine where it came from. Oh yeah, it's just coming from my body, my brain. It's trying to keep me alive. I love my brain for trying to do that. But like, what else is true? I just help you just get really clear on what's going on in your head. And that's why even when I was like listening listening to the Teal Swan and she's like telling people, "Um, your parents didn't love you and it's important that you know that. I'm like, why would you tell somebody that? Because that's an opinion. Like if we looked at the facts, we could also find proof that your parents did love you. So which one is true? There are so many thoughts that we have, like most of the thoughts that we have are not actually based on truth. They're not like, like provable beyond the shadow of a doubt. They're pretty much just opinions that, that our brain has about what's going on. So your parents yelled at you and like spent like x number of time with you you could choose to make that mean my parents don't love me or you could be like hey brain can you go find some evidence that my parents do love me and then you get to choose the thought that serves you the best because there's nothing serving me when I believe my parents didn't love me that just hurts I don't need to heal that trauma when like that wasn't ever true So when I deal with trauma, when I help people heal trauma, I help them realize, like, what are all the beliefs that your brain created that have continued to traumatize you because you continue to believe them? My parents didn't love me. I wasn't good enough or I'm not good enough. Nobody likes me. I don't have any friends. Like all those thoughts are traumatizing, but they're also all optional. Like when we really dig into it, I promise you, we like me and my client both are like, oh my gosh yeah, wow, I can't believe I picked that thought. It's totally not true. Or like, it's not provably true. So like, I could pick a different one if I wanted to, if I didn't want to continue to feel pain. I don't need to go through this like weird ritual, like in the water where I scream and I swear. Like, I just need to be like, I just choose not to believe that optional thought anymore. Like, Maybe it's true that they didn't love me and true that they did love me. Like, that's true for me with my kids. Like, there are things that I've done where I'm not being loving, right? Like, if I yell at them or I snap at them or, like, punish them unfairly or, like, don't spend time with them because I'm afraid of, like, missing out on my business or something like that, that that wasn't done out of love. That was done out of fear. Like, I'm not going to blame myself for that. I'm just going to be chalk it up to, like, oh, I'm a human, and then I'm going to remind myself of what I know is really true, which is that I love my kids more than anything. Like you see how those both feel really true and we just get to decide, all right, like if I'm a human who can see all these things and interpret it however I want to, wouldn't I want to interpret it like in my favor? Wouldn't I want to stop believing fearful and traumatizing thoughts? I have a choice. Um, I, I can believe the fearful ones and traumatizing ones. That's totally fine. And I love myself. There's nothing wrong with me for choosing that. But I have the opportunity to choose something else. And if I did choose something else, what kind of person would I be? What kind of things would I be able to create if I believed that I was loved and supported? And I could just instantly believe that because your brain is this amazing tool that can find proof for anything. All right. I'm already at like 30 minutes. I didn't mean to go on for so long, but it's fine. I love being here with you guys. Um, I hope that this podcast was really helpful. And I hope that you will just be open to the idea that um, maybe it's okay to be different than like the spiritual community. And it's okay to hold on to your Christian beliefs and your God beliefs and not have to think the popular thing because honestly it feels a little bit hard for me it feels like everybody is going in this direction of like the new religion of like spirituality and I'm God and I'm all powerful and I just don't want to go there and it doesn't have to be a big deal and like my process still works like I think it works even better when we just let God his do do his job and let me do my job and just trust like maybe I'm helping him a little bit. He's for sure helping me. And like, I was, I still feel called to do this work. It's like the person who invented the toaster. No, that's not like quote God's work, but like God could have inspired them to make a toaster because God's like, hey, I love you guys. I think you might want toast. (laughs) So I'm going to inspire this person to make a toaster. Like that person can always be being guided, even though they're not like writing a scriptural text or like baptizing someone anyway okay I'm done I love you all hope you guys are out swimming or going on vacation going to family reunions maybe the next podcast I do will be a family reunion survival guide because I was working on that all right I'll see you guys tomorrow Hey, if you're ready to make your mind a safe and peaceful place to be, I want you to sign up for a free coaching consultation, and together we're going to find out exactly what makes you tick, and we'll fill your relationships with yourself, with God, your business, and other people, because when you feel good, you can do good. I know that the world is waiting for the special magic that you have to offer don't make us wait any longer. Sign up for a one-on-one call with me and become the Thought Boss of your own life. Go to thoughtbosscoaching.com or find me on Instagram at thoughtbosscoaching. Coaching.